Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, October 8th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, we're less than a month out from the election. Today, Mitt Romney is going to the Virginia Military Institute, where General George Marshall, the Secretary of State known for the Marshall Plan for Europe, was trained. So what should we expect to hear from Mr. Romney? Well, we've already seen a few excerpts from the speech, and so what we know, Carrie, is that uh, he's going to use this to try to draw some big distinguishing lines between his own foreign policy approach and President Obama's. He's going to try to characterize President Obama's approach to the world as something of an outlier approach, something that focused on adversaries like Iran and North Korea before it focused on allies. And that uh, he's going to promise that in a Romney administration, there would be a new focus on restoring American strength. There's a sense in the, all of the Romney speeches and the Romney critique of President Obama that somehow the United States has moved away from a sort of bipartisan consensus of how you maintain strength. Now, of course, what the speech sort of glides right over are those eight years of George W. Bush, the Iraq invasion, Iraq's barely mentioned, uh, and many would argue that it was those events that, in fact, sapped the U.S. of some of its strength. But that's going to be the, the line of debate. Foreign policy was supposed to be President Obama's strong suit going into this election season. So why, with so little time left before Election Day, is Mr. Romney choosing this line of attack? Uh, interesting question, Kerry. Uh, I think there are two reasons. One is, obviously, the unemployment numbers were improving somewhat. 7.8% is nothing to go celebrate about, but the arrow was moving in the right direction. But the second and more important one is that the Benghazi attack that uh, killed the American ambassador and three others, I think has given the Romney campaign an opening. Uh, The White House was uh, very slow to come to the conclusion that this was a terror attack, and the argument that, uh, that Mr. Romney is going to make is that it has been slow to recognize that there is still a more general war on terror underway around the globe. Uh, But whether or not that actually resonates with a country that's pretty war-weary, that's a tough question. Finally, David, there's a debate later this week between Republican vice presidential nominee Paul Ryan and Vice President Joe Biden. Now, both men are considered good debaters, and both tend to go for the jugular. So what kind of pressure is on Joe Biden following last week's Obama-Romney debate? Oh, I think there's a lot of pressure on him because I think everybody recognized, except perhaps President Obama himself as he was on the stage, how badly President Obama performed in this. And uh, there's a fascinating uh, reconstruction in the Times this morning of what the Obama team is doing to try to get their mojo back on this. But the first one up, as you say, is is going to be Biden-Ryan, uh, and this is the one that's worth getting popcorn for because uh, both of them are known for a pretty no-holds-barred uh, uh, approach to debating. Now, I think what Mr. Biden is thinking is that Ryan will get lost in the weeds. What Ryan is thinking is that Joe Biden will make a big gaffe. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.